This week, Welcome to Garlic Bread. My name is Josh. This week on No One Asked You ASMR, we list to Josh eat bread. Garlic bread. It's delicious. I thought we weren't eating on the podcast anymore. I want to <sighs> eat, guys. We're not anymore because I finished my garlic bread. Can I have some garlic bread? <laughs> I ate the last You had the embargo was lifted for three seconds. <coughs> I offered it to you. <laughs> I know. I just realized that you serve chicken noodle soup with garlic bread. That's new. I usually eat garlic bread with, like, pizza. Garlic yeah. bread... Pizza? No, I was just joking. That's just two kinds of bread. That's yeah. just that's just going like half a step further. That's like if you had that's, a pizza and then you decided to not put cheese on one you, of them. Have you been to Panera sauce. Bread? That's what I love about Panera mm-hmm. Bread. You go and you're like, uh, I'm going to get this sandwich. I go, oh, what would you like for your side? And I'm like, well, I guess I'll get mac and cheese. Like, would you also like some bread? Well, on the sides of your sandwich, I'm like, wait. Would you like some really? carbs to go with your carbs yeah. inside of your so carbs with your I side of carbs? I went over the other week and I got like a grilled cheese sandwich. And on the side, they gave me like a bag of chips and they gave me like a baguette, like a piece of a baguette. I'm like, wait, that baguette's oh. delicious, though. It is, but I was like, is this supposed to be part of my sandwich? What is this? Is this more sandwich that you forgot to put filling <laughs> more in? More sandwich. Listen, let's have some real talk, real quick. Okay. I love Panera bread. I, I, do I too. am a basic white girl. <laughs> I love Panera bread. Dude, I, it's great. I will wear my UGG boots and like whatever else is in this fall season. I will go in there. Because their salads are amazing. They are. Oh, here's the thing. I just like their grilled cheese sandwiches. Their food is good. The I'll pay seven dollars for a grilled cheese no. sandwich that I could make at home by no. myself, but I I won't. I'll the, go to them. Yeah, the and first, ask for four of them. The first time I went there, I was like, I'll have the half and half, where you get half a sandwich, half a salad, and then I'll get some iced coffee. And they're like, Cool, eighteen dollars. It's like I'm not trying to drop almost twenty dollars anytime I order a lunch. Yeah, like that's the ridiculous. First time, the first time I ordered them, I ordered them uh, to deliver. I was at the bean and I, also ordered, been made. I, I ordered for Alex too. Cause I was like, Hey, do you want anything? I'll throw like it in there. $300 Jeez. for the two of you. Yeah. It seems actually pretty reasonable in comparison to me paying Whoa. 18 Whoa. to go there. You paid like twice the price for two people and they drove it to you. Golly. Wait, was there a delivery charge? Probably. Probably. I think it was incorporated into the bill. Okay. I, cause I'm really wondering like, cause the other day I bought a lot of food for myself. Like, I bought four sandwiches, a large macaroni and cheese bowl, a couple of cookies and all that stuff. But I only paid $18. But I went there. Oh. Where do you like? King of the coupons? Uh, no, man. I just went there. You Sorry, on it? I, yeah. It might this is just for now when it's a dollar. That's like Ty Lopez. <laughs> when he's like, knowledge. You know those commercials? <laughs> I have no clue. You, you know, know what I'm more proud of than the Ferraris in, like, my go- in my garage? Knowledge. These four new bookshelves I installed. <laughs> Those, those YouTube videos when like you'd be like on YouTube and all of a sudden there's just some guys all like mentors right I used to want to make a ton of money and now I make a ton of money because of my knowledge no you know what's better than this my my four swimming pools knowledge yeah Ty Lopez look it up dude I think he got in trouble for scamming people oh yeah because he didn't have sure. the knowledge wow really you mean a guy who got his money off YouTube ads wasn't completely legitimate? Never heard yeah. of that before. <laughs> and what's great is no one ever just went and watched his videos. You always saw his videos because he would make his full-length five-minute video an ad. An ad. So a five-minute ad would pop up. And by the and by the time by a certain point, I'm like, oh, it's a new Ty Lopez. Yeah, I'll sit through this and watch this. I just want to see what he's gonna do. <laughs> There's been a, there was a couple times I'm like, I'd go to look at something on YouTube and that would pop up and be like and I'd watch it, and after a while, I'd be like, "Wait, why am I here? Why am I? Why did I? What, did I, what was I trying to watch?" And then I'm like, "Oh, here it is, kittens." 
<laughs> or you get really thrown off because the title of the video is still the video you went there for. Yeah. Just be. <laughs> but it's Ty Lopez. I'm like, oh, you're right. I should be reading these just books. Just like skateboarding fails montage. Yeah. Knowledge. All right. Welcome to No One Asked You. My name is Josh. Oh, I forgot we're doing me, a podcast. With me, as always, are Andrew and Soundman Jackson. Yep. Josh, Today, Josh, Josh. Yeah. This is the episode where I finally admit to you that the Marvel Universe, cinematic universe, is ruining everything. Yes. Feed my hate. It's, I'm, I am, I am, I'm not upset, but I am like, oh my gosh, I did, this is not what I, I didn't understand these were the ramifications. This don't is not what you, I wanted. Don't you? I don't, you think, wa- I don't think they did when they started either. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, are you telling me you don't want a cinematic universe based off the mummy starring Tom Cruise? Actually, I do. That sounds like a good idea. We should yes. try doing that two times. In the next two years. You're right. We should start. The first time is. Whoa. Oh, no. YouTube just started. Get out of here, YouTube. It no, does that. I don't know why. Is this Clippy? Why is he interrupting? No, I don't know. <laughs> it does that. Oh, that was scary. I thought a, I thought a, a ghost. A Ugh. ghost? A YouTube ghost was a here. Ghost. I have a cold this week a little bit. Is that why just you're drinking little. that tea? It's throat coat. It's the best. What's that beer for, though? I don't have, I don't have that. It's a, it's, a, it's a no no that's whiskey bit. yeah I wish that would probably help actually so tonight we're coming to you live from Josh's man cave where there is a luxurious bear skin rug and a roaring fire and a and a big old neon sign that says ladies 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 Josh you know, I like what you've done with the place I didn't know that I needed those things but now that you've said all that <laughs> <laughs> I would pay money for a neon sign that just says ladies 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 eBay here I come. <laughs> Okay, Josh, I know what I'm getting you for Christmas. One time this is lady. If you want to gonna... get the other one, it says lady. The other yeah, lady. How much is that gonna cost? I don't know. I'll just get one lady. We just need to no, we just need to buy him a bunch of neon just signs. Buy me a letter every year. <laughs> <laughs> no. A, a, like a full size neon sign, like once a month. So it's just in here. It's just <laughs> in this apartment, there's just neon everywhere. That's what I, I would love for I like, would. people to drive by your apartment, look in here, but also just see a neon sign that says ladies, ladies, I think I'd ladies. get skin cancer from all the UV lights. I know, I was going to say, off. so much fluorescence. <laughs> so this week we saw pre- The Predator. And Not we Predator, also... but The Predator. Not which, to be confused with the 1987 classic. Wait, wait Not which, to be, no, which not Predator, make that joke. It's The. the I'm sorry, The. The. The Predator. So we saw The Predator. When are we going to watch The Predator? Uh, we can go tomorrow. Okay. I could play it right now, actually, while, <laughs> while, okay. we're, while, while we're, we're here. We could be watching the original 1987 we classic. Saw, we saw a confusingly Predator. titled sequel. Gee, I've never heard of that before. Get to the chopper. Because <laughs> uh, we've got... Oh, I'm right here. Where, Do what, it. What was the one Kill where they, they made the sequel? It was just the same name. Fast the and the Furious. There oh, was the thing. Fast and the Furious, and there was just like Fast and Furious. It was it was Fast and Furious, Too Fast, Too Furious. There's Fast a, there's and a Furious third Three, one. Tokyo Drift, Tokyo Drift. It was just Tokyo Drift. Yeah, and then there was Furious. <laughs> no, was somewhere it just in Furious? there. There was one that's just called Furious, and then there's one that's called Fate of the Eight. It was Furious Five. Furious Five. That's what it was. Fate of the Eight. But the fourth one I think was called The Fast and the Furious, not yeah. just Fast and Furious. Yeah. They're like we're gonna just call it the same thing. But I was actually thinking about. Uh, John Carpenter's one, which was called The Thing. So the nineteen early eighties one is The Thing, and then when they did the reboot in two thousand twelve, it, it was the called thing. The Thing. And it wasn't really; it was a, it was oh, a prequel. It. it was a prequel. It's super it confusing. I don't think the system works. Uh, reboots, Anyways, yeah. 
before we get we to the Predator, we're going to do some sequels because there's a few that are reboots that were redos. Well, because like the day the Earth stood still. Right. Well, yeah, that's a reboot. That's a that's redo. A redo. Whatever. I mean, we'll, we'll get to those. We could though. say it's a redo. It's like nothing at all is the same. But Jackson, you've been playing Destiny two lately. Uh, yeah, tell two, us about that. The Jackson. year two Forsaken expansion is out, and uh, we Des- talked about that on the podcast a little bit. It's basically like, should I make, get it? Jackson? Make Destiny two great again, and oh, did they? Okay. <laughs> I'm I'm super into it. I haven't heard anything really about it too much it? yet. I, I'm back in, if, and what and what it is is I've been playing Doom, and will I love it as much as I've been playing Doom? Yes. I I've I I'm not kidding. No, no, no you comment. won't like it as much. I'm just saying yes to the Doom. Oh, okay. One of the things that even made me, as a non-Destiny One player, kind of stop playing Destiny Two was that the game got incredibly easy, mm-hmm. and grinding wasn't difficult. I kind of got set in my ways. I wasn't forced to do anything fresh. It was all the same. If I got higher power gear, I could just absorb it. You know what I mean? And what they've done is, uh, what one quite a few things. Um, the new light level max instead of going up like ten. Like it's done for every other expansion for the first year, um, it went from three hundred and thirty to uh, six hundred. <laughs> so it's a long grind to get to the top. Huh. A bunch of the activities you do are way more light sensitive, so you okay. have to grind in order to be successful, hmm. which I didn't think I would enjoy, but I really do. And then also, uh, they made if you play Destiny Two, you understand what infusion is, where you could take the light level of a th- of a weapon, yeah, and put it into a new weapon, yeah. So you can just keep your weapons that you like and just keep. Raising them up, which you can still do, um, but uh, I like how one guy put it. If you want to infuse a weapon, you might as well apply for a home loan because that'll probably be easier. It's like <laughs> super difficult. It takes Glimmer, Legendary Shards, Masterwork Course, and some random world drop to infuse a weapon one time. It's insane. Sick. It's insanely difficult, and I love it. Um, they opened up a bunch of new strikes. The campaign's really good. I'm really enjoying it. That was the thing that always got me in Destiny 2. It was like it felt like after a while we were playing it's like very limited content. We'd be doing strikes and it'd be like, we've done this. We've done this a lot. Well, and there's a whole map that has a whole chunk of lore behind it that you don't even get to access until you finish the campaign. And oh. I haven't finished a campaign on any of my characters yet because it's extremely now difficult. to play this. I have to buy it again, right? Because it's like you have to buy the DLC content, you which have is to as, buy just the as expensive year as yes. The I game. basically paid full price for a full another year because I paid year two expansion and all the expansion. Right. And I'm fine with it because it's basically another game but with the same engine and added on to. Yeah. I, I get that, uh-huh, and that's uh-huh. fine. And it follows the same storyline and the lore. The lore is super rich. They're they're making it that you have to work really hard to discover that and. There's things happening in the universe of Des- of Destiny, okay. right in the story in the story world, that are having big implications if you pay attention to lore. Okay. Um, One thing I mean, you have to go look. Josh, at- are you interested in getting back in on this? No. I, no right. offense, it's not that I'm not interested in Destiny. Seriously, it's guys, fine, I, but I don't have the money to drop on that right now. I need help. Somebody, what if I please? gave you the money? No, I won't, I won't do that. Yeah, don't do that. I need, I need. I don't have help. time for that. <laughs> I think. I think Alex and I might be jumping on. Actually, we've been we've been waiting for the beta to drop for Fallout seventy six. Yeah. Or mm-hmm. what was that November? Yeah. Yes, that, that you got the right. Yeah. Um. Um. What What are some of the highlights of the things you really enjoy about it so far, though? The main new map that opens up Tangled Shore is really cool. I when I first downloaded it and got on there, I was at the old light level max. I had my character all maxed out, and I kid you not. 
the lost sectors, which you can go in and clear out. Yeah. You can't even touch those until you're at a light level that I haven't even gotten to grind to yet. They just, there are enemies that can shoot you, but when you look at them, instead of like a skull saying they're really high level or a normal symbol, it just has question marks next to their health bar and you shoot them and it goes immune. It's like, come back another time, pleb. Like the first time it happened, I walked into it's one. It's not I'm even like, like it's like lost sectors are supposed to be easy. Lost sectors used to be this thing like, oh, I'll go clear this out, get some, get some loot. I walked in, I shot uh, like <laughs> it was a hive one, and they were thrall, which yeah. are swarmers. They they just they're really low health and they just swarm you. But I'm like, why are there question mark immune immune immune? No 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 no, and just got swamped. And I'm like, I can't. And every time I my power levels at four thirty. Mm-hmm. Still won't let me do it. I still walk in and it's still immune. I'm like, come on. Like, how? what do I have to do? Like, sell my firstborn? <laughs> like, so, can I still play my other Destiny and just play like, the old game that's on there? Destiny 1? Yeah. No, no, no. Destiny, Destiny 2. Destiny 2 without the stuff. You can one, play it, but your content yeah. locked. Yeah. So yeah I, but I'm stuck locked. there until I get it. And then, cause I, I got to catch up. Because the only reason why I stopped playing is because at the time Alex was playing, but he was my, using my computer. Are you saying you're too far behind to be able to keep up with the light level? No, I want to just catch up on the story and experience. Oh, that's okay. I'm I a, I'm a big lore guy. I am. When you when, when you when I enter a world, I want to know the entire. world. If you were to buy the game right now with the Forsaken thing, okay, and you were just to buy it, even if you're starting at a base level character, you can click a button that's like. Puts you right at level thirty, power level three twenty, and says start forsaken. Like oh, that's cool. You're up to you're up to speed now. Yeah, I, that'd be fine. But I, I want to experience. I did that with one like, of my characters. I'm a completionist. Does that make sense? Like, like there's a reason. Like I haven't bought any of the new uh, Assassin's Creed games because I still need to beat Assassin's Creed three. Like that's that's just how I am. Like I don't, like all the Far Cry games I had before Far Cry five came out. I made I made sure that I beat four and Primal. Yeah. So that's that's just how I end up. Those are single player games. The other thing also is they is they reintroduced um, something I didn't realize. It was originally a thing from the original Destiny game, which is random random rolled perks on weapon and armor drops. Like it randomly rolls traits. Oh, cool. That's cool. Yeah, and so you could get you one might pick that, up like, a unique weapon that has like some sort of buff that like you're not gonna find on a weapon normally. Yeah, or like armor that helps you with the weapon types that you specifically like to pay on a certain character. Yeah, um, it's really handy. That's similar to so like you know I've been playing a lot of Dead Cells, right? Oh, I've heard really good things about that. I love that game. I've been playing so much Dead Cells, and that's the thing that's really similar is that game has like a lot of RNG in the weapons and stuff. Mm-hmm. It drops, mm-hmm. and you can decide every different run you make in that game, like what kind of build am I shooting for. What kind of like perks do I want to build into my character? What kind of weapons do I want? The weapons themselves have those randomly like rolled perks where you just like okay, this all synergizes together. Like hundred percent damage to burning targets. Well, this and you know this weapon leaves a trail of flames, so everything it shoots at gets burned. This one does more damage, so you get like that synergy stuff, and it all starts going like wombo combo. What I'm learning is that people really like games that occasionally just screw you for no reason. Look at look at games that really pop. Minecraft occasionally just for no warning sends in something that blows up everything you've built. Mm-hmm. Occasionally, um, RNG programming in the Bethesda games will screw you over, right? They like games that it's not a hundred percent sure that if I do everything right, everything's going to go well for me. I'm I'm, I'm realizing, which was surprising to me, but like, 
I could I could get rolls that are complete garbage on these weapons that I've grinded for and worked for that are legendary weapons that I don't get that often, and I could get a garbage roll, but I also could land on a really great roll. Or it could force me to play a different type of gameplay, and they've done a way better job balancing the weapons. It could force me to play a different type of gameplay that I never tried before. I've never tried <laughs> running around with three submachine guns, but maybe that's the good rolls I get. Hmm. So it's not force. It's not letting me sit into my ruts that I that I normally would. Right. Yeah. It's Forces forcing to... me to do different things. Uh, new supers and abilities for every single subclass of every single class. Um, really great. Yeah. It's it, they they updated everything. Very cool. That's cool. That sounds rad. Yeah, Andrew, I'll, I'll take a take a look at at some point in time. Honestly, like right now, when it comes to gaming, like I just want to beat Doom. <laughs> so fun. That game is like literally it's in my Are top doing, five all time games. Is Eternal out yet? No. no. It's not it's probably like not gonna be six up. months yeah. or something like that. But that's why I'm playing it because I wanna again, I wanted to play through that before Eternal comes out. I want to make sure I beat Doom. But like I, I've been playing on Hurt Me Plenty. Which is like an unlock. That's the middle, right? No, no. It's or whatever the one is like Oh, so easy. The, not I guess so I'm playing, easy, I'm playing on the normal. harder, but not the hardest. Uh-huh. Because I have to beat it once so I can unlock the hardest one. Yep. And then I want to go. Because, like, that game. Yeah, I played it the same way. Like, I did the one right before the hardest, and now I'm doing the hardest, and it feels so good. Oh, my gosh. That's what I love about games like that, because my ADD is so, like, everything is satisfying. Because there's so much happening in one time, and I have to keep track of all oh, the monsters. Yeah. They'll drop you in a room, and it's not that thing of, like, yeah. oh, I can manage this. I'll just, like, duck recover here stuff. No. And I'm constantly, yeah. There's These no things cover. chase you down. And then I constantly think, like, okay. For these kind of enemies, I'm just like I'm, I'm. I'm like for the demons, I'm gonna use a shotgun. For the flying dudes, I'm gonna use my rocket launcher. For this, I'm gonna use my gas gun. Like, I constantly switch back and forth because like there's just an efficient way of doing this, and I love it. I'm like on the fly making a strategy. And you like, said something yeah. that I disagree with, though. What you use a shotgun on all demons? Mm, no. Oh yeah. What What do you do when you run out of ammo? You only. I, I'm at a point where I only what get sixty about rounds. Run out of ammo. Yeah. No. That doesn't happen. I, you I, do the glory kills or something. You get your chainsaw out. There you go. Okay, you're right. I don't use. I don't utilize the chainsaw. As you much need. As I to, here's the thing. You don't be afraid to utilize that chainsaw. That thing will save your bacon. Yeah. Like because they'll drop an enemy in front. Even if you don't need the ammo, if they drop an enemy in front of you that you can't handle at that moment, you're like, well, I got the chainsaw. That's a one hit kill. So ah, uh, you're right. I should be utilizing the chainsaw. It's oh pretty great. It's like a saves your bacon once type deal. You're right. There was a couple times I just got the BFG. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. That's and I, so good. And at first, like, I was like, so what does this do? And I fired it. I'm like, oh, 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 oh what? And then I can't it's even explain stupid. what it does. It's yeah. stupid. It, and like, it hurt me. Yep. Yeah, I was like, oh, my gosh, this is so crazy. It's the best. Yeah, it, it's it's such a good harking back to, like, what was it, 1995 when Doom originally came out? Did you ever play the original Doom and Doom 2? I have played Doom 1. Oh, my gosh, so good. Who hasn't? Because, like, you get on a calculator. It's on a printer, like on the Epson, whatever. Like it's on the it's on the printer. Yeah, it's, no, uh, you can put it, it on Nintendo. anything. They they made it so ridiculous that you could just put it yeah, on anything. It just went everywhere. Yeah. Oh my gosh, Josh, what's going on in your world, man? What are you playing? What are you doing? Who are you uh, seeing? School started last week. <laughs> Who are you seeing? I'm seeing Kelsey. <laughs> this yeah. shit. I just I'm throwing out questions. School started last week. Uh, I got a lot of work cut out for me, but I'm not in over my head. I'm just kind of. Working to keep up with it. Yeah. Uh, yeah I don't know. Around. I dig it. Like, I'm starting to work towards becoming a music teacher. Yeah. That's the goal. Yeah. Uh, and You teaching people now? 
You teach and give no, them lessons? No, in, in the future, though, I think I'd like to. Uh, Dale and I had talked about that stuff. I'm not taking lessons from anymore because both I needed to stop doing it because I have too much going on in school. I'm trying to budge a little more efficiently because I went down to part-time at work. And he needed to stop doing lessons because he had a lot more take on at work for himself, too. I feel like he's getting more gigs, too. I see that stuff posting up on the old Facebook. Yeah, like his band, super busy. which, shameless promotion, PRPG, is uh, it's playing P-R-P-G? more. PRPG? PRPG. It's all their last names. But it, the, the, the letters RPG are in that PRPG, order? yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, they are. They, they play in the Kalama McMinimans, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The Kalama McMinimans. The Kalama McMinimans. Wait, but do they do that regularly? They did it this weekend. Were they there last Thursday? They were there like this last weekend, like yesterday or something. They were in Kalama? Yeah. Okay. Um, but I like, was at I was at the Kalama McMinimans on Thursday and there was a jazz band, but I didn't think it was nice. So I didn't been, walk man. over there. I don't know. I could have seen Dale. Probably. You could have heard Dale. Well, but the thing is, like, if you're into like uh, cool, funky music and you're in, you know, the Washington, Oregon area, check out PRPG. They're pretty groovy. If you're not, you can still look you know, them no, up. You know, no, it was not have. a jazz band. I'll do that now. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. We'll, we'll be right back. Yeah. Uh, no. <laughs> no offense. We just, we got to keep this gravy train rolling. That's right. Let's, Let's keep do moving. It. Let's keep on going. Uh, X-Wing. Had a new sec. Their second edition came out, so I've been all about that. God, like, we're such nerds. I love it. Yeah, I, I'm a huge nerd, but I've been loving that. Yeah, I've been man. Playing it, uh, like I, I am so stoked to play this compliment. game. Yeah, it, it's. I don't know. It's great. Like everything about that's exciting. I've just been really busy, and uh, I don't know. Yeah, Josh, stop, stop being such a nerd. <laughs> <laughs> I literally just pulled out my RPG book out of my bag that was sitting next to me. There you it's go. It's here. Well, <laughs> we're all dorks. This is from the same company too. Some fantasy flight. Oh, yep, it is. It's right bueno. Right so muy bueno. Andrew, tell me about some trailers that came out. Josh, I will tell you about some trailers that came out. Andrew, thank you very much. But Josh, can I tell you about some test footage that I don't care about, but everyone else seems to care about? Yeah. All right, Jackson. Andrew. How are you? I'm doing real well. All right. I'm doing it's not well. important. We need to <laughs> yeah. break this All right. down. Let's talk about this. So in the last like week, and probably by the time you've listened to this, you've probably already heard about it. And you actually, it's been over the all over the internet for the last like nine months that Martin Scorsese and Joaquin Phoenix are making a Joker origin movie. There's a lot of divide on this. People care. People don't care. People are upset mainly because the Joker is better when we don't really have an origin. You know how many fake outs we've had with the, with the Joker? Yeah, in the comic they, books. They go to tell, I think, like four or five different origins for the Joker in, in the comics. But they all end up being fake outs because, kind of like what we're going to talk about later, some things are better left mysterious. So what we know for sure is true about the Joker is that he was in the insane asylum and Harleen Quim or Quinzel or what, what was her name? Was Quinzel. His- uh-huh. Quinn Solo, yes. Oh, it was his Fa- on the Arkham Falcon. That's, that's not even part of her. That's part of Harley Quinn's origin. Yeah. Right, but yeah. that means that he was definitely there. Yeah, he was there, but that's not part oh, of his origin. Oh, he was a baddie origin. before then. Yeah. yeah. Was oh, just, he was a baddie before then. Okay. Yeah. Because Harley Quinn was a uh, was hey, an add-on from... Hey, Quinn Solo. <laughs> Sorry. Harley... Har- Harla Quinn Sola. The Harlot Quinn Solo. It's just Quinn Solo. Quinn Solo. Was uh, was added because of the Batman animated series, but prior to that, there'd already been like years worth of Joker or, or Joker. Yeah, stories. Harley Quinn didn't exist until the '90s Bruce Tim series. Yeah. Oh, okay, interesting. Yeah. They, that was one of the re- things that like that TV show did so well is they added it to the DC universe. Like, I, that's awesome. You rarely ever see that happen. 
Anyway, we we know for sure. We, we don't know for sure. There are sometimes that the Joker was a guy named the Red Hood who was a magician who got accidentally dropped into a vat of acid, which or he was like part of the Red Hood gang. Yeah, or part of like the Red Hood part, gang or something like that. And there, there, those are some things that we know. Like Batman '89 does kind of show like an quote unquote origin for Jack Nicholson's Joker. For Joker, was... and there, and there's there's some elements that like could be true, and they they're not like there are just so many different interpretations of the Joker that it's just better left. People just like the fact that like we don't really know. He's a better character when we don't. What's the best interpretation of the Joker on screen right now? He, obviously, Jared Leto. Be honest with me. Okay. Don't kid around. <laughs> the best interpretation is like guys. This very... is no one asked you. I'm sorry that you had to. <laughs> but it's obvious, right? It's Heath Ledger. It's Heath yeah, Ledger. he was the best Joker. And do you want to know why? Because he keeps he, thinking. Yeah. yeah, he was compelling. What? Where did he come from? No one knows. No one knows. And they did it so good. They're and like you get the impression that he's like legitimately crazy, and you don't know what he's gonna do. But and but, there was and they even like sum it up in the movie. They say like, you know, like he stole all these diamonds, and we just found them. Some men just want to watch the world burn. Like yeah. that's all he wanted. They're like, it doesn't matter. You just need to know that this guy's just not good. And that's what I love because even in the in the Dark Knight series, <sighs> there were fake outs in that because they're like, do you want to know how I got these scars? And he had three and he different gave you, stories. He gave, he gave you a story. You're like, oh, okay. Then the next time, do you want to know how I got these scars? And he told a different story, and you're like, oh my gosh. That's when you realize mm-hmm. this guy's nuts. It's that it's that impression you get. Almost I liken it to when people get around wild animals, right? Because you get close to wild animal and they're standing there, but you legitimately don't know what they're going to do. Right. And it's that same feeling you get where you get the idea that somebody is actually crazy. Yeah. Right? And that, and part of that comes from they'll tell you where they come from and then they'll just change the story. Like, you never really know. This guy is a, yeah. So, so all anyways, this to say. All this to say that we're getting a divisive, an already divisive movie because people are like, oh, we don't want a Joker origin movie. But at the same time, Martin Scorsese is like, but I want to do a gang movie, which he is good with crime thrillers. He's good with them. Yeah. But then but then people are like, oh, but I love Joaquin Phoenix. And then they released test footage this last week, which was, there it, are a lot of people raving about it, but I don't care. I Here's the thing. That test footage does nothing for me. Like, no offense. Like, not that it doesn't look like he could be good, but it just kind of looks like, oh, look, they put him in makeup. Yep. That's all it was. It's just, hey, I'm standing here. And now I'm still standing here, but I have uh, paint on my face. I guess, and it, it's hard. What was hard for me is that I was watching it, and the Joker is a menacing character, right? When we saw Heath Ledger put on the Joker makeup, right? And that's, that's what I love, that he wasn't like some guy who who became a clown, who he was permanently scarred as a clown. He was permanently scarred because of his face, because of the scars on his cheeks. You can see him in the movie without right. the makeup on. But then, point. yeah, yeah. And, but then you see that he puts on the makeup, and the makeup looks—he looks deranged in this. It looks—it's menacing all the time. Even I, they were going for that with Jared Leto. They—they they went too far. Yeah. But even with this, but he like, has daddy issues on his forehead. Yeah. But then, or what does it yeah. say? It was, I think it's just a bad guy, or something. It was something stupid. stupid. Yeah. Yeah. So. Then they, uh, but with this Joaquin Phoenix one, it's just like a classic clown makeup, which is kind of creepy. But at the same time, like it just didn't feel like this is this is the what I what I said the moment I saw. It. I went, not my Joker, not my Joker. Here's but, the well, thing, and the really interesting. This but is I, I want to give it a chance because I don't know what Martin Scorsese is going right. to do, and I think I'm just I'm not saying it's going to be terrible. Right now, like I'm like everyone's all raving about it. I don't care. 
Exactly. And wasn't Joker... In the movies, Joker is like the biggest baddie that we run into. Wasn't that not the case in the no, comic no, no, books? No, he, no. he was kind of on par with a lot of the others. Joker oh, no, has always been Batman's like foil. Yeah, he's like, the he's worst. Out of the rogues gallery, that's Batman's like number one. As a matter of fact, D- Scott Snyder just released like uh, last year. We did actually two years ago. We did Batman Endgame through the the last New Fifty Two run of Batman before they went into Rebirth. Mm-hmm. That storyline of the battle between Joker and Batman is insane. If you're not much of a comic book reader, I would still say you should go get like the series Batman Endgame in the graphic novel and just read it because it's freaking nuts. Like there is some mind f's in that, and it's so interesting. And it's is it is it a lot like in the Killing Joke where the Joker just crosses massive lines? Killing Joke, kind of. Oof. But it's, it's, it's that's a rough one. That's a rough one because of that. As a person who doesn't read comic books, even I know about that one because it's so yeah. infamous. And in, in, in this, like, the Joker crosses lines because ultimately, when he gets to the point, it's like he goes, he just says, "I'm done. I'm just done being the Joker. I just want to end this." And so he's no longer out to like mess with Batman. He's just out to kill Batman. And it gets to the point where even Batman teams up with his Rogues Gallery to stop the Joker. Because it gets so intense. And this is what brought in the new Batman. Because Batman actually dies. Spoiler alert. Sorry, guys. Batman actually dies in this. Like, he straight up dies. And he's gone for about nine months to a year before they bring him back through something else, which led into Batman Rebirth or uh, DC Rebirth. Did they bring Bruce Wayne back or did somebody else take up the mantle? Both. Oh, interesting. So the story goes like, because so. At the end of the New 52 run, I'm sorry, if you don't read comics, New 52 was a, was a reboot. In 2012, DC Comics did a soft relaunch of all their comic lines because they realized that there were too much lore, too much everything for new comic book readers. So they took they saved 52 titles that they knew were big sellers, and mm-hmm. they relaunched just DC Comics with just those 52, Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, all these things. And then they redid origin stories to incorporate a lot of things. So people were like, oh, so... It's a lot like what Marvel did with... Uh, yeah, they were just cleaning up the timeline, the ul- it seems like. The Ultimate Universe, just giving a jumping on point for people who have never read comic books hmm, before. Yeah. So that's what the New 52 was. I It's divisive. Some people hate it. Some people love it. I actually really enjoyed it. Anyway. And and the market had grown to a point where comic books were kind of becoming cool again around that time. It's exactly. And they yeah. kind of needed to clean that up because with it being cool again, there was going to be no way for new people to get into That's exactly it. what it is. Because if you jump yeah. in, like, there's like 60 years worth of Spider-Man. That people need to catch up on. You're not. I'm not willing to dig yet. through that. Yeah, I actually. Well, uh, that's that's anyway. Well, so yeah. No, no, it's fine. All I was gonna say is to answer your question, uh, s- spoilers. But um, Jim Gordon actually takes up the mantle as Batman. He's the chief guy. I know, and it's actually uh, no. I'm asking. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he's the chief of police. Okay, yeah. Gordon was chief of. Okay. Yeah, and it's it's just an interesting tale. But to go back to the Batman Endgame is interesting. But going back even further to our original point, the Joker's supposed to be menacing, and that's why when I watched this test footage, I'm like, uh. And honestly, I'm not. I don't really care about Joaquin Phoenix. Everyone loves Joaquin Phoenix. I only saw one movie with him in it, and that was Gladiator. And I was more impressed with Kurt Russell. I, I well, he was great in that, really, and he was great in Walk the Line, which was. I'm not saying he's not a bad. I just haven't yeah. seen anything with him. Would you uh, be? more interested in this if they just pitch it as hey martin scorsese's making a new crime thriller based loosely around the joker instead of hey we're making a joker origin i don't think i'd be interested in that at all 
I think I would be more interested in that. To be honest, when they even announced it, either way, I was just like, I don't really care. Yeah. I'm a Scorsese fan. So. I'm a Scorsese fan, too. But just lately with DC stuff, I'm like, uh, nah, I don't really care. We'll have to wait and see how this one turns out. Like, honestly, yeah, honestly like, like, we don't have enough to go on. Yet. Obviously, I'll go see it. I mean, how, how can I? I <laughs> it's me, guys. I'll go see it. I'll see a hot pile of trash. I had an idea, and then I realized I'd probably be the only one that'd be into it. You know, Martin Scorsese has um, a course on masterclass.com. Guess, guess who's been watching that. that? Have you been watching the Scorsese one? Yeah. Oh, I was going to say, like, we could, we should watch that and then see if those principles are applied in the making Did of the movie. Did you know for 100 bucks a year, you have all the masterclasses? This that, segment that, brought to you I by I thought it was 90 bucks a pop. There, there is to, for you to own it, but you can have a subscription, an annual subscription where it just lets you watch all of them. I've Stream been, it? Yeah, okay. I've been watching all of them. I, I have it right here on my I want iPad. The, I, I want that Andy Leibovitz class. Oh, man. There's also one for uh, tennis. <laughs> Isn't that like Serena Williams? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just watching it. I'm like, that's cool. Now I know how to play tennis in my mind. There's there's certain filmmakers. There's more filmmakers that I really want to put okay. glasses on there. One last trailer, and then we can jump into the Predator. Yeah. So okay. the other trailer that came out over the last couple of weeks was Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel. Yeah. And in this trailer, you can see that like, well, I don't know. I mean, like the trailer starts out basically making you think, okay, maybe she's just from space. Like Captain Marvel. No, no, sorry. No, 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 sorry. No, no, sorry. No. Sorry. 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 This trailer starts off with reminding you that blockbuster used to be a thing. Yeah. <laughs> this movie reminds you that the 1990s happened. And how do you know it's the 90s? A blockbuster. That's what I loved about it. It just opens up with her crashing through a blockbuster. I'm like, oh, it's the 90s. Okay, that's it. Yeah. Or no, Alaska. Well, this this trailer's got a lot of things. One, like Captain Marvel like is a lesser known Marvel character. This is kind of like how Iron Man was in 06 when they made that, which is interesting. Because yeah. now everybody knows what Iron Man is, who mm-hmm. he is. Captain Marvel's kind of that now. This is how Guardians of the Galaxy was. Like people know yeah. it's popular. If you go to a comic store, there's lots of Captain yeah. Marvel books. Captain Marvel, but to the, the main audience, like the main audience, or sorry, the main pop, the the, the gross population, those people aren't going to know. Right, I, laity. I would say like unless you're a comic book fan, but that's a Captain Marvel that what we know today is on par with like what Captain America and Iron Man were before the MCU. Right. They are a B-level. She is a B-level character. Right. She was not on par. She was not a Spider-Man. She was not an X-Men. But even back then, Captain America and Iron Man weren't, weren't either. So what were you going to say, Jackson? I, I, can I admit something to you guys? The first time I watched the Captain Marvel trailer, I turned it off halfway through. And can I tell you why? Have you ever seen those fan-made trailers that come out before the original ones? Oh, yeah. That's just them taking slow-mo shots from previous movies and trailers. And oh, yeah, yeah. It yeah. For the first half of the actual Captain Marvel trailer, I thought that's what I was watching. Yeah. That's what it feels like. Kind of, yeah, it, it does. It does kind of feel like that. And I legitimately thought like, oh, this, is, this isn't the real trailer. And I turned it off. <laughs> I did, because I thought it was one of those things. That's awesome. And, that's, it, and it just has to do with how they made this trailer. And I, and I I found that really interesting. I was like, oh no, that was the real thing. Wow, they did a really bad job with this trailer. If I think it's fan made, like <laughs> that makes sense. I'm interested in it because Brie Larson. Honestly, like I find her very attractive. I have no clue who that is. It's the chick who's playing Captain Marvel. Well, I know that, but I don't know. <laughs> she was in Community. Who uh, is she in Community? She she only guest starred. She was Abed's like girlfriend at the end. Okay. Uh, she mm-hmm. was in Kong Skull Island. She's a photographer oh, okay. in that. If you if you watch, uh, not, I keep wanting to say Reno nine one one, but that is not it. 
It's uh. <laughs> yeah, she was in a Reno nine one. She was definitely not. Well, I mean, she, if she would have been, she would have been like really young. I mean, she is twenty seven, I think. Okay. She, yeah. Man, she's right in your dating range. I know. That's what I'm saying. Hey, her. hey, everyone! If you're listening, I need you to share this podcast because I need Brie Larson to know that I'd be willing to take her out. You need to, yeah, you need not to like, tweet her, not lethally, need but like on a date. Well, we'll do this Larson. in the same vein as. Didn't you ask? Was it you that asked Taylor Swift out on Twitter? I, I was. Oh my <laughs> gosh, I remember that. And Kelly like tagged me. He's like, and like back to me. He's like, oh yeah, he's a real nice guy. You should definitely go out with with Andrew. But she never got back to me. Dodged that bullet. Yeah, <laughs> I'm saying we could do this. Twitter, it gives you direct access. Hey, Brie Larson, my name is Andrew. You need to slide right on into her DMs. Asian. I enjoy m- comic books, and I would be I would treat you nice. I think I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, so this anyway. trailer, this trailer. <laughs> so Sorry, Andrew, yeah, Andrew just started drooling for a second. Yeah, One I thing just, that you guys talked about: this trailer is very '90s. You can see that, like, and it's meant to be. It's, it's meant to be. Yeah. It's it's this to, movie is backpedal. Talk about who she is to give us context for when she shows up in Infinity War Part Five. Yep. I mean, Avengers Part Five. Uh huh. Infinity four, Five. Sorry. Infinity Five Part War. Yeah. Um, yeah. So like, but no, you could tell like they're doing things to like. It, this is essentially Planet Earth's first run-in with super-powered people and invasions you have. Or at least for Nick Fury. Yeah. Well, at least, like, the... the Yeah, still. But, like, they... You know, like, Nick Fury's, like, got both eyes in this. And he's full head of hair. Samuel L. Jackson just... We're just reminded that Samuel L. Jackson has not aged in the last 20 no, years. No, no, that's CGI. <laughs> I am willing to bet you money. It, no, 100%. What, it they is. can't take an eye cover off and give him a wig? 100%. Yeah, but no, no, no. no, no have you seen him? He looks older. No, no, one hundred percent. You're right. They're CG. Like they've de-aged him. This is the first time they were going to use their de-aging technology for the entire movie, whereas like they've used it for like parts. What about Tron Legacy for an MCU movie? Because because okay. like they use Tron Legacy as like don't do this. But then when they look at like Ant Man, they're like, dude, what they did with Michael Douglas is really good. It was pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Even they got actually, that Disney budget. And what ah, they but did then with, Disney uh, did Rogue One, and you were like Civil War Ooh, when they Tartan. when they uh, de-aged Robert Downey Jr. That wasn't de-aging off of actual video though. That was recompositing an entire character. I don't care but what it was. It was wrong. <laughs> to my point, <laughs> poor you're Peter right. Sellers. One's There's cool. The other's an abomination for for, uh, for Samuel L. Jackson. But at the same time, he I feel like he's barely aged. Like I look at the pictures now, and then I look at pictures when he was Mace Windu. Then I look at like. Die Hard Three, and I'm like, dang. The only thing that's Pulp missing fiction. is hair. <laughs> yeah. So, so you're talking about something when we started this. You wanted to admit, like, oh, the Marvel Cinematic Universe is ruining things. But if we step back for a second, I don't think this is ruining things. I think this is a good thing. This is why Marvel does things well, because they're about to do Infinity War Part Two or whatever. Avengers, the next Avengers Part Five, Avengers Four, whatever. They're about to do, yeah, Four. They're about to do that. No, it started with Iron Man One. This is Avengers Forty Seven. They're about to make this movie. And, like, what do they do? They tease Captain Marvel at the end of it, and they're like, well, we better tell you who this is. Like, right. they make sure to step back and go, before we even get to that, here's this character. And, you know, like, they, they do that with their films. Like, they make sure you know what's going on. Justice League is like, y'all seen Cyborg before? <laughs> nah? No. Here. <laughs> yeah. To my point about Marvel, the MCU ruining the movie industry, that has nothing to do with what they're no, doing. No, 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 no. I didn't mean fine. the ruining thing. I just kind of was yeah. going back to the whole having a cinematic universe idea. No, they're fine. That's, they yeah, are that's the not, only that's people not gonna be my point at all. who are like willing to put the work in, it feels like, yeah. where they're like, oh, well, I guess we better like 
introduce these characters in a Make meaningful a way that's not just like saying here they are. It's yeah. No, you know it'd be a, a really perfect funny. analogy for later. You know what'd be really funny is if at the end of the Captain Marvel movie, like everyone's expecting Captain Marvel to be the linchpin that now saves the day. If at the end of the Captain Marvel movie, it shows her just disappearing Infinity War style and be like, "Up, oh, sorry." Okay, so <laughs> to that point, spoiler alert. Um, actually, there is a large population of people because because of the Easter eggs in the trailer itself, that they think the Mar- that the Captain Marvel that we see in this isn't even the same Captain Marvel we're going to get in in Avengers Four, because it's possible that she's actually a scroll. Yeah, and you can don't they show you a scroll in the trailer? Yeah, that's why she punches that lady. Yeah, and so. That's why I'm I'm very interested to see what kind of uh, shifts around. Yeah, a squirrel is an alien that like basically their whole plant, their whole like way they invade planets is they like take the shapes of like common people. They just pay basically their shape. They they take people's forms and shapes and they slowly infiltrate where you think, oh, this is so and so, and it isn't until they finally like, oh, we're all here, done. Oh, okay. Basically, I didn't know they, what that they was. like infiltrate a planet rather than take it over. And well, like, that's, oh, that's how they take it over is through their secret invasion. Yeah, which is actually the story, the plot line. After okay, so after two thousand five Civil War comic run, we went into Secret Invasion, where we find out that there's a ton of people who've been scroll, who've been replaced by scrolls forever. So the scrolls are an alien race. Do the do the people been replaced by scrolls know that they're scrolls until there's like an awakening? So that's the crazy thing is that some a lot of scrolls don't even realize that they are scrolls until they are awoken. Especially if they're like scroll babies. So they what they happens like when they. They become when a scroll, like a super scroll or whatever, becomes like Captain Marvel. What happens is they gain the abilities and powers of that person they replace, but then they lose the ability to shape shift after. Like they're just stuck as this person. Mm. But then they also get the person's memories and like personality and all that stuff implanted in them. And sometimes they get lost in that. So actually, it's Captain Marvel, who is connected to Captain Marvel, and that's a whole long thing. He dies after the uh, after facing Thanos early in the early like I think it was sixties, but then eventually he's brought back. But when he's brought back, it's revealed that it's actually not the real Captain Marvel. It's a scroll who thinks he's Marvel, but because he has the memories, thoughts, and feelings of Marvel, he's like, you know what? I'm just gonna take on this identity, and he sacrifices himself to to save like planet Earth because he mm-hmm. went too deep. Oh yeah, into undercover. So he's basically Marvel. Yeah. At that point, I mean, it's a whole philosophy thing, but yeah. So it's it's pretty crazy. So anyway, they're thinking that because the whole that whole Brie Larson dialogue in the in the trailer is like her like this all looks familiar and I have these memories, but I'm not sure if that's me or not. And then there's like the imagery of her like getting zapped in her brain and all that stuff. So some people think that she's actually just a scroll. You know, it'd be really cool. I mean, scroll aside or not, she does. Uh, she does get wiped out infinity war style at the end and remember the theory about the fact that everyone's not dead but in the soul stone Mm -hmm. she helps them break out so why would she disappear at the end though well i'm saying like the like an end credit scene would be her modern times getting paged by director fury when it happens because he snaps and everyone dies but because he did that with the time stone and the power stone and the mind stone, he specifically singles out Captain Marvel in 1996, <laughs> in 19- and she disappears <laughs> first. I, I'd like a refund. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that looks like it's going to be an interesting movie. Yeah, um, that came out. I guess it did. We're stoked for it. We're going to see it. I will see it. I 
The movie looks good. Wasn't a fan of how the trailer was done. I don't know if it looks yeah. good or not. I, I'm not a big fan. But anyway, I'll go see it. Whatever. I They have my money. I'll go see it because they hired Brie Larson. And I'm, hey. Marvel, you have our money. Yeah. All right. Let's take a quick break. We'll be back to talk about... Real quick. I just... I would wreck to date either Brie Larson... Or Sarah Sigmund's daughter. Or who? He Sarah said he would like to date. I, I would like to date. Uh huh. Brie, Sig- Brie Larson or Sarah Sigmund's daughter or both. Can who? Who? Sarah, Sarah Sigmund's daughter. daughter. The games athlete. Oh, this is Cross- a CrossFit, CrossFit, CrossFit thing. thing. Or yeah. Catherine Davis. Do I have a blonde thing? Hmm. Is Sigmund's daughter blonde? Yeah. yeah, let's take a break. Let's we'll take a break. Back. I'll ponder this. Okay. So, Josh, we, Jackson, we saw the Predator. We Which saw one, one week ago at, today. at that playground. That dude that wasn't supposed to be there or was, was it sexual Jared? Predator? Was it Jared Fogle? Yeah, was he, he, yeah, he was at that playground. Oh, was subway he fog- guy? The subway guy. The guy yeah. Was he Fogling somebody? Was he so, guys? We saw, than you talking to we saw the latest installment of the Alien franchise. I'm just joking. It's not the Alien franchise. Well, to, to be completely honest, that was my biggest struggle walking in because. I'll be completely honest with you guys. I had never seen a Predator movie before. And oh, the, me neither. And the only I alien had assumed movie, neither of you had seen it. And the only alien movie I had seen was Prometheus. Technically, ah, that's wrong. You saw you saw Covenant. No, he hasn't. Oh, what? Neither okay. of us has seen Covenant. You haven't seen Covenant? I've been wanting to. I wanted to go see no, it with him, but he I'll refuses. No, after Prometheus, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> Covenant wasn't good. It wasn't even scary. Oh, it was how Prometheus messed me up, and that was the issue because I'd always heard in my head Alien versus Predator, which I know was supposed to be just like the one crossover movie, but because of that, yeah, they are hearing completely that title, different universes. Because of hearing that title, those series were like confounded in my mind, like they were like this, the one and the same. So when I walked into this, I expected more Prometheus stuff. No, no, no. It's completely... It's okay. We went and saw the movie. Josh, ask me how I felt about the movie. Jackson, how would you feel about this movie? I, You know what? Given that I was expecting Prometheus, I did all right. Andrew, those are nice socks. Where'd you go, man? I'm done. I'm out of here. <laughs> Josh, ask me, how, ask did me. You, how did you like this movie? I loved it. Okay. I loved. I had a great time. And then I had a week to sit on it and think about it. And then you watch the other movies. Then I realized I hated it. I hated the movie. Oh. And I realized that I am a basic person. Bitch. Just say it. I, I won't. That's PG-13. Okay. We can say it. You can say it. I'm a basic y'all person. Y'all a basic bitch. And I, 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 I realized like, Wait, I like, y'all, I'm I not included the movie. in this. Y'all can be y'all can be singular. I love the He's movie. He's all y'all for the dumbest reasons, and I realize, oh my gosh, I'm the mass audience that they were trying to reach. I need to have better taste in my movies because then I sat back and watched all the other predators, except for Predator Two, because I just I just don't have it yet. And I said to myself, these are way better movies, and this is why. So I'm ready to honestly. I just want to tear this thing apart. Okay. I'm ready to just tear this thing apart because. And- I loved. I wanted to love it. I did love it. I loved the concept of some of the things. I loved seeing the Yaucha, like the standard guy. I loved. I loved. Olivia Munn is actually really attractive. I like. You know what? I don't have a blonde thing. I did her too. Yeah, you know, I'm sure she's great. She's never ruined the Packers' offense ever. What's that? 
It's a sports team. Oh, okay. Sports. She dated Aaron Rodgers. She was married to Aaron Rodgers, and while they were married, he sucked. Are they no longer? Yeah. So she's single. I'll be right back. Andrew, ask me how I felt about this movie. Josh, how did you feel about my socks? I hated it. Oh. Oh. He had you. Oh, you. I mean, I'll I'll change them. Anyways, ask me how I felt about the movie. How did you feel about the movie? I hated it, and I had a week to sit on it. And guess what? I still think it's a pile of crap. It was. I okay. Just woof. But guys, we paid money for a bonding experience. That's what I'm proud of. We're better friends now that we've seen part of the. Yeah, because we hadn't already seen enough movies together. We could have gotten Froyo, and that would have been delightful. There was we no Froyo at the true. Predator. We could have yes. we could have done something that actually involved interaction. Yes, <laughs> or Froyo. Did yes. you know they have toppings <gasps> and multiple flavors? How come they don't have a, a shop where you just have normal ice cream and toppings? It's called Basket Robbins. No, Basket Robbins has thirty one flavors. Right, and some of those are plain. Okay. <laughs> What do you mean? You can go what? to Baskin Robbins and suddenly forget vanilla is a thing? Yeah, but they don't have like toppings you have to put on. But hey, after this, can we go get Froyo and I'll just get a bo- like a cup of toppings, not not even frozen yogurt. Just like I like paying overpriced for. I my, wanted my, your gummy butterflies. Listen, this is how you do it. This is how you do it. All right. Okay. All right. Follow me. Vanilla mm-hmm. for the flavor. But that's the thing. Yeah, but just follow me for a second. Here's a here's a here's some logic in your flaw. What? <laughs> you get vanilla. You add chopped up almonds. You add up little mini chocolate chips. You add in some peanuts, and then you add in like some sort of like maybe like a little bit of a little bit of maybe a little bit of cherry or something. Okay, done. But here is the flaw in your logic. That's what I meant to say. I misspoke. Tell me. The thing about frozen yogurt places is that they don't always have the same flavors. So you might find a flavor that you love, then you walk in there and be like, oh, no, we rotated that out. Now we have this other trash. Are you telling me you're going to a Froyo place, forget vanilla as a flavor? What do you got against vanilla? They go, may not, uh, go to Yogurtland or whatever we have in town, Sweet Spot right now. They got vanilla. And if they have vanilla, I will give you $5. That's almost enough for a Froyo. And then... it's <laughs> almost enough for as much a week gummy from, bears. A week from today, if you go back... And they still have vanilla. I'll every give you twenty dollars. That's enough for a lot of froyo. <laughs> I almost guarantee you, they've I, always got vanilla. There's a couple that are always there. Uh, no, cake no. batter's almost always there. Original tart is always there because it's the original tart. No, both of those I love, and I go in there. I'm like hey, original okay. tart. I've never not seen original here, tart. Here, this is why I here. hated the predator because I'm trying so hard not to talk about it that now I've derailed this to talk about froyo. But real quick, <laughs> okay. We're going to do a Froyo episode. We'll come back to this. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Really, though, I did not. I Wait, did no, not. Things are moving real slow in the theaters. We're going to do a Froyo can we really, episode. Can we please do a Frozen Yogurt episode? I love dumb action movies. I love them. Guess what? This wasn't a dumb action movie. This Name was a dumb like, action movie you love because I feel like I'm the one that's always defending dumb action movies. Uh, right, wait. Uh, Die Hard. Okay. Yeah. Fair. Okay. Die Hard's perfect. Which one? Yes. I okay. still have. Did I ever give you back one, two, your diehards? Yeah, one, two, okay. three. What? Did I ever give you back your diehards? No. They're did in you my car. Actually, ever watch the diehards? I know we watched the first one, right? We're getting off topic. Okay, sorry. Do Frozen yogurt, diehard, other movies. No. We're, we're getting off. Okay. Let's talk about Predator. Josh, right. what was the plot of this? And let's the plot just tear of the movie. It apart. The plot of the movie is that uh, I guess the Earth is melting, and we need an Iron Man suit to fight the Predators because even though they're going to come get us. 
we can't stop the others from melting, but we can build an Iron Man suit, and uh, that'll save the day. Actually, here's what the plot is, all right? So, spoiler alert for all of this. <laughs> spoiler alert. We don't care. You don't care. Hey, it's a Predator the movie. the title of the episode, you, you knew what you were getting into. No, Can the, we title this Frozen Yogurt episode? Yes. Okay. Froyo Extravaganza. Okay. I will name this one. Uh, so, okay, here's the idea. Uh, movie starts out. Predator coming to Earth, chased by a different Predator. Oh my gosh, what's going on? He crash lands. Guess what? He tra- crash lands in the middle of a sniper operation. At least sniper guy's like, what the heck? He has to fight a Predator. He steals some of its armor. He ships it home. His son finds it. What? Okay, I, see, there's some things I want to hear about already. Right. Uh, yeah. His son's like, he didn't oh, ship I'm, it home. He shipped it to the P.O. box, which, which somehow seems- got to home because he wasn't paying his bills. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. That's irrelevant. His son finds it. His son is somehow a super genius who figures out how it works. He's like Asperger's or something. Yeah. And the other guy is getting pinned by secret government organizations so they can be like, we got to pin this off on somebody. Let's pin it on him. Let's figure out what this predator is because they captured the predator because it was wounded or something. The other guy goes in and like bust with a bunch of mental dudes. The plot of the movie is predator's trying to get his armor back so he can get into his ship to get the thing to help save humanity from the other predators while he kills humans while the other predator tries to kill him and it turns out okay you he's just, a good yeah. predator that's mixed with human dna and global warming is going to kill all of us so we need to kill the predators well he wasn't good because he was mixed also with human olivia munn is in this movie who's a scientist who's really good at guns the the reason he was mixed with human dna and this is the other reason they were coming they were taking off the best that every species had to offer. Yeah, I'm fine with And incorporating that. it. And right. so what the, one of the things, because that was the Twinkie analogy they made during the movie, when they knew that we were about to go extinct because our planet was heating up in two to three generations, they're like, all right, get the good humans while it's while it's here. Like, we got to get the best we can from the species now. Right. And that's that, that was a subplot. Like, there's a lot of things wrong with this. Let's... Let's. Can we are just gonna have to break this down. The basic idea of the movie is a renegade predator is trying to help save the human race by murdering and being hunted down by a super predator. Meanwhile, a human with a group of others is trying to not get murdered by predators and has some of his armor, so he's basically become that predator's enemy until he can get it back. Right, he's trying to defend his son who came in contact. And essentially, other predator is trying to stop that predator. From helping the human race. That kid murders an entire house and no one bats an eye. Like there were guts in the street. <laughs> it's not that no one bats an eye because remember he was running from the cops when he went to the field. The kid watched a guy get a trank dart he, through the brain and he just went, hey dad. That guy. Oh my gosh. This movie he has just, problems. Because he scares off the two bullies first and goes on trick-or-treating and then he gets chased into the... No, that's like the immediate next thing. You hear sirens like right away. And he runs to the field to hide. Like you you hear it come up on the thing goes, where would your son go to hide? Like where would he go when he's scared? And it shows him going to that field and that's when the dogs, the space dogs His immediate reaction is like, meh. Because he's not scared until he... Why did he go to the football field? It's not like they explained why he would go to there. Because that's where he That's where he felt safe. He has memories with his dad there and he's Asperger's and... People and kids go to where right. they, but kids don't he, go where it's logical. Kids go where they know and they feel safe, and that was for him a safe memory. I guess his mom must have like beat him. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, his house was a whole hell of a lot more close, probably, or safe. Like, hey, I've or, got a room there. Like closer. Right, but football field, big, brightly lit, easy to find. It wasn't that brightly lit, but yeah, okay. they had all the spotlights on. 
That's true. Yeah, so he felt safe there. But again, the kids don't do like what makes sense. Like I, they do that all the time. Well, they'll just go where they know. No, but screenwriters should do what makes sense. <laughs> For a, child. for a child, child. <laughs> they're yeah. writing for a child. <laughs> anyway, I still feel like that's <sighs> so. Here, oh my gosh, there's so many things that I was like, see, I, the good guy predator, I was okay with. I like the idea that he had human DNA and that possibly that's why he had some sort of weird sympathy for the human race because he, because I said so. Right when you look at Dutch, uh, even Roy, and all that from the other movies, and like even like the guys who were able to kill all the predators. They have respect for them. But every time they do, like Billy in the first one, when he, the Native American, when he fights him, he's the only one that the predator keeps a trophy of. And there's like the spinal column and all that stuff. What you, what what they add onto the lore then is like they keep the spinal column because they take that, the DNA from that and they add it to their, their race. Stuff. Okay, that's fine. But moving forward to now, that this run predator has more human DNA. And like why, that's why he sides with the humans or he's just one renegade predator who wants to help that's fine he's but a what, loose cannon cop but, on the edge yeah which is danny glover in number two what i didn't like but if that's his story why does he like the moment he wakes up seriously he, he just murders the heck out of like 30 unarmed Armed scientists scientists i mean there are armed guards in the room that made sense to me like if you kill those guys that's fine but the scientist he's just there and he just so just, why and what's confusing murder. is he doesn't kill Olivia Munn. He's like, all these people are unarmed, dead. And he right. sees Olivia Munn. He's like, you're not armed. And nude. All right. <laughs> Whatever. Pass. But that but they wrote that they wrote that in to be the instance of like, oh, he's actually here to help. But they completely disregarded no. the fact that he had just murdered everyone else. That's what I mean. Because like that moment is a is a is a callback to all the other movies where these the Yaucha, the Predators, they are supposed to be a people of honor. So they want a, a a hard hunt, right? You keep saying Yaucha. Is that what they're called? That's that's we call them predators, but their race are actually called Yauchas. Okay. Okay. Um and so when Olivia Munn is is <laughs> like completely helpless and she's nude, she's unarmed, he's like, You're not worth my kill because it wouldn't be an honorable kill. It's the same reason why in number two there's a lady who's armed firing at him, but then she's pregnant. And he's like, "Oh, I'm not gonna kill you. That's 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 messed up. That, I'm not gonna do that." So there's like this code of honor and conduct that they're supposed to have. So if you take that idea of honor and conduct, and then like, "Oh, and I want to help the humans," and then he wakes up and kills that entire room, where do we get this notion that he's like, "Yeah, he's here to help"? Yeah, it's called reshoots. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that Which is a thing we were gonna talk about. Yeah, this movie suffers from. Movie. Yeah, there are a lot of reshoots. Yeah. Like one thing I complain about is this doesn't like feel like a passion project. It doesn't feel like there's passion behind it, but that doesn't mean that there might not have been at one point. Yeah, and I agree with you on that. I f- there are times like I can see that Shane Black, like if you watch the the Nice Guys and Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, Shane Black is actually a really good director. I love his commentary. I love his his dialogue. The way he writes, like Robert Downey's character in Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, hilarious. It's good. It's witty. But what I feel like is that he started with a passion project. But then there was a lot of interference because if you notice the other titles I gave you that Shane Black does well in, 
are his own like they're his creative this is a licenses. big studio monster you know for yeah. a fact they're like how can we make predator into a movie that gets lots of sequels that people want to see yeah you can tell some studio executive like big cigar was like he was those marvel movies make money Shay. yeah he was restricted and he i think he they all the rewrites were done and so it interfered with what he was trying to do to begin with I mean, like the whole like so like talking about reshoots. The whole second half of the movie was supposed to be a different movie. It felt like a completely different movie. Well, it was actually supposed to be a different movie. Oh yeah, the originally the the second half. Like you and I talked about this. Yeah, the, the original second half was that this movie had something to do with Area Fifty Two. Yeah, there are good guy predators, yep. and there's like f- images of predators and on top of like jeeps. These guys are driving. Mm-hmm. They are like firing like the guns off the top of the yeah. jeeps, like armored vehicles with like wh- yeah, and that honestly. I, that I don't know if that'd be a good movie, but it's I definitely... I would have been more okay with that, if I guess if done correctly, because if they're here to help, then let them help. I don't understand why they go on a murderous rampage if they're here to help. But you could tell that this movie has problems because there's so many juxtaposed things of like, what, what, which is this before or after shoots? Like, are they just trying to reuse things to make it make sense to save money? Yeah. Or are they like doing a confusing reshoot? Like you could tell them trying really hard to make the plot make sense. This movie was just completely butchered with a lot of things that, like you could tell, like they they had some good ideas. It, it felt like it felt like this movie had placeholders in it, and they're like, well, we'll just have this like like that, that armor at the end. It felt like that was a placeholder. Yeah, like, like they they were like, well, we'll just have it arm be armor until we can think of something better. Like at but the they end of the never movie, never thought of anything better. Like at the end of the movie, basically saying like, what this predator traveled all this way to do to help us fight global warming was give us a predator suit to not fight global warming. That's essentially an Iron Man suit that kills other predators. Right. I don't remember them saying he was here to help us fight global warming. I remember them saying he was. I'm here not to- saying they did. I'm just saying that basically they well essentially they were saying that. Yeah, they were saying like. Well, global warming, blah, blah, blah. Well, no, no. They, they were, were saying, saying that the, the race is going to come get us because of global warming, and he was coming to warn us about that. The yeah. implication is like, well, blah, 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 blah. So, like, his whole solution is just let's give him one Iron Man suit. Like, I'm not saying like that. I'm just saying it's stupid that the whole crux of the movie is based on, like, oh, they better not get this one Iron Man suit. Yeah, and that's that's fine. Like, because you, the only reason why... That the super predator, it's not even a super predator, because we already have super predators and predators. This is like the ultimate predator, is what they, I think it was designated. And he killed less people than the original one. Yeah, which is funny. That guy, did you realize that guy was bulletproof until he wasn't bulletproof? <laughs> you right. Did you realize that? Like, when they first, when he first shows up and they start, they open fire, and, he, and she's all like, did you see it develop an exoskeleton, like on Will or blah, 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 blah. And at the very end, he just has like a pistol and a couple other things, and it's hitting him. Oh no! He waited till it opened its mouth. Is that what it was? Yeah, he came in right in his face and he shot it in the mouth. But like, there were holes like in his chest, a couple places, and then there was a time like I don't remember how did they get cut off his arm. I don't remember how that happened because that part was kind of cool. I like that they use the arm again. They used them. they used something. They used something force special. field. Yeah, they they initiated the force field. That's what it was. Okay, that was cool. I actually like that. Yeah, but so that armor. I feel like it's like it was a placeholder. It felt it felt like let's see what I write that they were going to write something better because it made no, it makes no sense to me that that huge sarcophagus thing holds this one little thing. And you know, so here's the thing that's interesting too is like so it, it feels like a placeholder because like at the end of the movie, the main character walks in, his son is now working for the government, working for the government. Like, look, Jimmy Neutron's in this movie, and then like he's like. 
well, now I'm Captain America. That's my new suit, Bubba. I hope it comes with 44 long or whatever. It's like, this is the dumbest thing I've ever seen. What do you right. think you are, Avengers? And, and okay, I get that Asperger's is a trade-off. Some people believe it's the next thing in the evolutionary I'm chain. I'm not even worried they, about that. They, they say that you lose social skills and gain mental abilities elsewhere. But it's not exactly unique. It's not a superpower. It's not exact. Well, it's not exactly unique. They pretended as if this kid was the only one on the planet who had that. Oh, I didn't get that. I just feel like he just happened to be one with autism or whatever it was that uh, he, yeah, was, he was on that. On that autism would have been nonverbal. Okay. He was Asperger's because he went to normal school. Yeah, whatever he's on the spectrum. That and that's just that's just because of where he is in his place in life and his, his connections and proximity. But. Yeah, I kept thinking like, what would have made a better movie, a better reveal? Because what that does at the end is it creates this this feeling that we're going to go to war with the Predators, and that's not what this franchise. That doesn't is about. sound interesting. The Predator was always interesting when it was that single Predator that was hunting down prey. Yeah, and that that people are barely able. I watched uh, I watched a video essay on Predator, and one of the things they point out is like. You don't see the Predator for all that much of the movie. He's barely visible through most of it. The right. reveal doesn't happen until like an hour and some odd into the movie. <coughs> but that's what makes it so like interesting is you're finally like, what is this thing? I want to see it. And like there's just the one. And like if the whole movie is just like, look, there's an army of CGI Predators. It's right. Like, well, I don't care. That's going to be terrible. Yeah. And that's, and that's what I meant by like. I feel like the MCU, because of how well they're doing, and it's like it's not a dig on the MCU. It's a dig on people who are no longer wanting to be unique and different. Because Fox, who produced this movie, who distributes this movie, I feel like they're like, we need to make money, make sure that the masses will like this. Oh, this seems to be what's in popular popular right now. So let's just let's go this direction. And by making it a movie where we're going to go to war with a mass number of, of predators and, and then giving us the upper hand, quote unquote, with a suit like that, then it becomes like, as, as I said this when, before the show, that like it turns the predators into the Shatari of the Avengers. Mm-hmm. These just, just nameless and super generic aliens with that the predator to fight against. There's just one, and it's taking down this whole squad of highly trained commandos. Yeah. It's super interesting. Yeah. When there's You're right at the beginning of it, when you there's mean? yeah. Well, no, I just mean in the well, original that's, that's predator. All, that's all the movies. When uh-huh. there's just that's the one oh, okay. predator who's like this highly skilled thing that you barely see hunting these people down who you know are highly skilled and it's slowly killing them and it's just like can't be stopped. It's like this thing is interesting. When there's a million of them and you watch a dude just Gatling gun kill like twenty in a row, you're like, I don't care about these things. Like they they have to lower the power level of them to make it seem realistic, where it's like yeah. th- w- this is a war that humanity can win, or or whatever. to make it interesting, they're going to do op the predators for this next movie, and then it's like we're just getting to these levels of like I I'm not going to care anymore. They're going to write a now, plot hole into it to fix it. They're gonna they're gonna Doctor Who the solution, yeah. right? Like let's talk about lore because I feel like that's kind of where what you were talking about was leading to, and I wrote a little thing in my notes about lore. So when you're talking about getting to this thing where they're the Chitari, the problem is we know too much. And because we know too much, they have to fill in the gaps. They have to make them Mm -hmm. like, well, look at all of these, basically. So, like, people want lore. You, I, all three of us, we all want to know, what are these things? Where are they? And that's what the first movie does so well is they make you go, what is it? What does it look like? 
Where did it come from? Why is it here? Right. You want these answers. You're working for them, and they're great. But you only get from the perspective of the commandos. So you're left with questions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're left with questions, but it's super intriguing. The problem is with a movie like this, like, the questions they pose, like, aren't all that interesting, and the answers they give aren't all that compelling. Mm -hmm. So, like, at the end of the day, the lore they bog you down with doesn't feel... It's a long walk for a sm- for a for a small drink of water, and it feels like they work too hard to try to make this a lore thing. We were talking about effective lore. It's like games like Doom; they make you work really hard yeah. to try to get the lore. But when you do get it, it's very satisfying, you know. So, what parts of the lore in this movie do you feel was kind of bogging down? I just feel like the idea that they need to try to explain how pre- like the whole like this is how predators are we think they're here for this global warming this that this that mm-hmm. this, this it bogs it down with trying to explain every little detail about these things and what makes it interesting is not knowing what, you know what? makes them tick now that you finally said that i get that because like i didn't because when we focus so hard on what makes them tick that we have to know every little detail it start it starts to stop mattering yeah. i didn't mind that they talked about like global warming and that the earth was because in my mind like i made that connection real quick because if you watch all the other movies, I'm like, okay, this is consistent. But you're right. If they would have just left them like, man, they have been showing up more and more frequently, and we don't know why. Something must be coming in that corner, and just left it at that. It'd be that makes. I think that sets up for a better movie. Like, there's more story to right. tell at that point. Right. What is happening? Why are we? You know, why? Why is this happening? As opposed, because when you when you leave me asking why, why is this happening? As opposed to this is what's going to happen. And you've already, you've, there's nothing to my imagination left. I'm like, oh, this is dumb. And like, so, like, the lore thing for me is, like, if you talk about things, like, people want more lore. I agree. People don't like when they get it. Like, the Star Wars prequels are prime examples of us getting lore. Is like, what is the Force? Oh it's midi-chlorians. God. I didn't want that. Well, here it is. You know what okay. I mean? You know what would have been an amazing end to this movie? Tell me. Okay, taking your idea... Them not even explaining. So we're just like just like the original, like when Dutch in 1987 deals with the Predator, we don't know anything except for from the perspective of the commandos that he's just trying to figure these things out. So we leave that with like, man, we just know that they've been showing up more frequently. We don't know what's happening. We don't know why this is going on. And then at the end, they don't even mention that the, the Predator that was here was trying to help us. They, they just, maybe they could, I, I don't know. But at the end, instead of, instead of getting some weapon what we get back is a person. We get back Royce from Predators, who has been on their planet surviving for X. That's way more years. interesting. And then, and then just leaving it. You just you see Royce. Don't mention anything. It's just Royce. Because then what that would have been, people who've never watched it would have been like, well, who's that? And then if you wanted to, you could have gone. What back if that's what they were going to do originally, and they just couldn't get Adrian Brody to agree to Maybe. come back? I know that originally there they were actually going to have Arnold come back and play Dutch, and he was going to be back, but he read the script saw that it was a very minimal part and saw the rest of the script and said, this is really bad, and then decided to not be part of it. Good call, Arnold. <laughs> Smart. <laughs> Good call. Smart. Um, speaking of like mo- how this movie could have gone, I actually, so like I put down like what I was expecting, and did I get it? I was expecting this to be like a gray movie. I got it. I'm, I'm brushing over this. I'm not trying to say like that's what it is. That's what it was to me. I felt meh. But like I said, like, what would I envision this as a good movie? And you're kind of telling me what you thought is a good movie. That's like a fantastic ending. Yeah. Just the reveal. Because if you would have left, like, well, who is that? 
I know it turns people off, but there are people who want to know. They could have just gone back everybody to 2010. Loved that, everybody loved the Darth Maul thing in Han Solo. Yeah. Darth Maul died. And like they're like, what is this? Well, I don't get it. It's like, well, if you would have paid attention to this, this, and this, you would have known this. It's like, it doesn't matter. You you know? And I know I just got done saying <laughs> that, that the movie industry shouldn't constantly copy Marvel. But actually, that's one thing that Marvel does really well. Like you think of at the end of uh, Ant Man and the Wasp. Spoilers if you haven't seen it, but at the end of it, there is that direct tie-in to Infinity War, where everybody disappears. and they don't even explain it. It just happens. Mm-hmm. It's it just like happens. if you want to know what's happening, you need to go back and watch whatever. Right. I would have loved that in this one, where like Royce comes back and they're like, "Well," and you're like, "Well, who is this guy?" If you want to know, go back and watch the 2010 video because that one, that is by far like I love the original one because it's the original one, but then. A close second is Predators. That one is so good. Oh my gosh, that's so good. Like you, you guys should watch it. I will watch that one. It sounds really intriguing. So, like in the idea of talking, like, what do I think this movie is? Is a good movie? I actually kind of outlined a like what I would think this would do if this were a good movie. Yeah. Like not that like you know, I'm, I didn't enjoy it. It might be a good movie to somebody else, but to me, I didn't like it. Like so, like for one, I don't like the idea of like oh, there's a good guy predator. I just want that gone. If they if he ends up helping people, it's like in a like a shaky alliance. Like at, enemy of my enemy is my friend. So like it's not like they're actually helping each other. It's just like, well, this guy's gonna kill both of us. Like okay, we're both doing it. It's not like they, you know, or just have him like, like the scene in the in the lab, right? Have him bust out in an incredible, really skilled way, but do it in a way where he like intentionally avoids killing. Mm-hmm. Except for like the or or do it in a way like if you were to really watch he only kills like the armed guards or whatever but don't explain it just don't explain it so then you have to put that together oh he's only killing the armed ones he's only defending himself but mm-hmm. why is he not attacking right but don't don't make anybody even ask the question make us ask that question right but even on top of that lose the science lose the government lose the organization lose Olivia Munn lose all of that 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 it was awful yeah, I feel like I, Olivia Munn could have stayed. No, no, I do, but hear me out. Like, lose all of that, lose the family, lose the kid. Like, my idea is, like, okay, so the Predators still have their own conflict in between them, but mm-hmm. it's not because, it's not it's not because, like, he's trying to come save humanity. This is a deranged Predator. This Predator is escaping from, like, the other Predators. Doesn't matter why he's deranged. I'm sure there could be a good explanation for that, but he comes to Earth, and he's running from the Super Predator who's been sent down to track him. This sniper... It's not like he gets part of his armor. He's not like he's out on a mission. The government's trying to like pin him. He has PTSD. He's in and he's in, you know, like an army medical facility, mental health facility with other guys who are all ex, you know, military. Uh, you know, like like basically they, mm-hmm. you know, end up having to fight the predator. So you have like a deranged predator. You have all these guys who have like their own mental issues, PTSD. They're struggling having to fight each other. On top of that, you have a super predator trying to hunt down the, the deranged predator. Like, it's very simple. You get, a like, a pack of commandos out in the woods. Like, maybe, you know, the predator attacks their bus while they're driving from one facility to another or something. Out in the woods, fighting a predator. Maybe it's in the city. It doesn't matter. Like, the idea is that they're fighting this predator. They're struggling in their own ways. Like, maybe they don't want to do this fight. Maybe they're tired of fighting or whatever. Like, the predator itself, like, that doesn't matter. But, like... Like this movie, the simpler it is, the better, in my opinion. Um, I don't know. I'm kind of going off. Maybe. No, keep going. This is your movie idea. 
So. Yeah, no, I, I just feel like 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 everything else like didn't serve a lot of purpose. Like having the kid, having the whole like like. So I felt like it jumped through a lot of hoops to explain global warming. We're heating up. We need to have, you know, the predators are going to come here. We're going extinct. Like, it works. It definitely does work. But I feel like it's so much simpler to go, like, none of that really matters. The predators don't care about us beyond, like, we're going to take some of your DNA. We're done. Mm -hmm. Like, the predators, like, I feel like it's better if it's just simple that, like, deranged predator, it's Earth because it's happenstance. It doesn't matter that it's Earth. It just is. Like, this movie takes place on Earth because we live on Earth. That's our home. Like, and I walked this through before and you were telling me, well, that's essentially predators. It's very close. Yeah. Which is. Well, there's a couple. It's different now that I'm hearing it. But yeah, yeah. It's different because like you have like, like it'd be interesting to see like how does a deranged predator work? Sure. Like you could do that really simple. You could still have like the lore part of it where you're explaining, you know, what he is. But basically like it's bogged down with a lot less. You're able to because like the, the side characters. I didn't even realize Alfie Allen died until you reminded me he died because yeah. he said so little in that movie. Yeah, I okay. Yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm going off on my all, on all my stuff. I just think this movie would be better if it were simpler, had a lot less going on. Yeah, I I can see that. So at at the top, I just want to say like if you haven't seen the movie, I think it's worth watching. It's it's a I had fun, but the more I thought about it, I'm like this doesn't this is just not good storytelling. Like this is not it's not satisfying. If you want it to be a Predators movie, it's like the same reason why I'm like, yeah, I like the new Ghostbusters. Not because it's a Ghostbusters movie, but because it's a Paul Feig movie. Like, if you just want, like, dumb fun, there you go. But there's so many things that I felt were wrong with it. So, off the top, like, here, here's me just, uh, I just wrote some things down. If it, I just wanted to nitpick, if you, if, you, if you guys would allow me. Go for it. Do so. so, at the very beginning, so, uh, Brooke, or uh, Boyd Hallbrook's character, McKinnon, or whatever, uh, he gets, he gets the gun, the predator gauntlet, and then he gets a little sphere thing that allows him to be um, invisible. And then he goes to a bar later after the predator, all this other stuff. He's like he's on the run from the government because he knows that the government's after him right now. He goes to a bar and he goes to mail himself proof that there was an alien attack. Then he takes the sphere thing. After already using it to demonstrate that he can do weird things to the bartender, decides to swallow it because he knows the government is after him. Why not? Why not just use that, and to avoid the government? You see what I'm saying? And it's the government. How would they not find his PO box? I, well, and the, I feel and like if I'm a, if I'm a government official, and I'm trying to track down somebody who I know has seen something and possibly has some things. I'm gonna check his home. I'm gonna check his PO box. I'm gonna check all communications. I'm gonna check all that. Yeah, and that could have been like they were going to eventually, but who? But that's one thing. That I'm like, why didn't he just do that? You know. Then then the movie fast forwards, and then we get to Olivia Munn and the introduction of her character, which I'm fine with. That's 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 good. But she's billed as a scientist. Who throughout the movie, like the moment hell breaks loose, she picks up that tranquilizer gun and she knows what she's doing, like instantaneously. And it was hard for me to be like, "What the heck? Like, you just know how to use like a gun." Not that like people can't, but like it, I don't know. You have these hardened like military guys, and then it didn't you didn't fit the her. archetype. You didn't fit her, yeah. And I'm like, and at first there was a part of me that's like, "Okay, you know what? People don't know that I shoot." Thing. So, like, if you saw me, like, oh, well, Andrew. Well, they didn't. Well, yeah. 
Like, okay, Andrew knows how to handle fire and that's that's fine. But then at the end of the movie, she uses the grenade launcher and a couple other things. I'm like, there's no way you would know how to use any of that that confidently. And just goes on. I'm like, ah, what? What do you know how to arc it, like trajectory it? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Then, uh, as we as we progress through the movie, we already talked about the the little boy murdering everyone. Oh my, that that was hilarious to me. Next, like what what come for me? What 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 kind of baffled me was um, I didn't realize this until I was looking into this. The guy who plays the the actor who plays the guy with Tourette's syndrome, mm-hmm. that was Thomas Jane. That was Thomas Jane. Yeah. That blew my mind. I was like, why is Thomas Jane taking a part like this? You know, him paired up with uh, one of the dudes. Keegan Michael Key. Key. Yeah, Keegan yeah, Michael okay. Key. Key and Peele were in this movie. Both of them. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That that bugged me. It also bugged me that the the ultimate predator was. I just don't care because like I love the design of the original predators, and so when you have this huge predator that's like eleven feet tall and super massive, like it's doesn't that's wear cool. a mask. The mask was the cool thing, and, and that's fine. But he's all like, "Oh, we're I'm so evolved now that I don't need this stuff." I'm like, "What you've made is a Hulk," but I want more of the technological advances of everything else. So I don't know. I right. like the Predators and their technology and all that stuff, which leads me, speaking of their technology, which leads me to this one last thing that we haven't mentioned yet. Uh, the government bad guy. He doesn't God. He doesn't strike me as a bad guy. I mean, he is a, he's supposed to be the big bad, kind of. But he also just, mm-hmm. he just strikes me as super pragmatic, and like that's just his oh, job. Oh, yeah. The way they but killed him, at though. the very end. Like, that was, yeah. Nah, if you, that was lazy. My, my brother, too. Like, he, like, he heard me. Because in the theater, I went, I just openly went, Really? Yeah, I heard. I, I heard you say. That. I thought you was like, wait, what? Like, what just happened? Yeah. Like, <laughs> literally, if you, if you just look down to take a sip out of your Coke and then to look back up real quick, you would have missed it so quickly, because I can't believe that he. So in the movie, he has a shoulder-mounted cannon, he, and he's he takes one of the aliens' shoulder-mounted cannons. Yeah, and he's able to use it, but then at some point in time, and it showed it demonstrates that every time he wants to fire it, he presses the button. On on his on his peck or whatever, then out of nowhere, he he goes to look to his because it's on his right shoulder. He looks to the his scientist left. yells something and he goes what? And he looks <laughs> to his left and it shoots himself in the head with the cannon. With the way that character was written, he was killed off so. Oh my gosh, there should like I think he should have been part of that big battle at the end. That shouldn't have been Olivia Munn there, or even the, at least the three of them could have been taking on. That, that ultimate predator or something. And they something. were setting up stuff, and it was like, you know, after this, we're going to dance. Oh, I've already got my shoes picked out. I'm yeah. like, okay, two macho guys that it's enemy to my enemy. It's my friending. They're they're getting, they're, they know that they have an, uh, an equal enemy right now. But then they're like, at the end, they both had valid viewpoints for the situation that was at hand. Yeah. I don't like the idea that they completely wiped one of them out. I think they should have left that movie with the, the idea that like, no, you as an audience have to decide which one of these was right. They they tried to decide that for us by killing off one of the main points, and that's one of the viewpoints. That that, that, that to was me so lazy. Well, it's lazy, and to me, it's it's that movie should have let us make those decisions. And it was like when the the guy shoots himself as his head, they're communicating. Well, this guy's an idiot. You shouldn't listen to his viewpoints when that yeah. wasn't the case. And that 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 just bugged me that they built this guy up and then he he died so 
so suddenly, and not even by like the pre- like it wasn't even like a good death. No. In in that, I oh my gosh, that that bugged me. We we talked about everything else, but like that's. What did you think of the uh, the written in backstory friendship between Tourette's guy and Key and Peel guy? Oh, that's fine. I, I didn't. I that's the thing. It seems they didn't, to me. Well, here's the problem with that is this is what I was talking about. If you take away all that other like BS with the government, the family, all that, you have time to develop those characters and tell that backstory. But you don't have that time. So, like, obviously, you don't have enough time they to tell it. It's not going it to hit home. Like, it it would hit home if you gave me more time with it. So, like, by the time you get the payoff of both of them having to kill each other, I don't feel that emotional connection of, like, wow, that's a really strong it moment. It doesn't like, feel like a satisfying end. Like, I feel it. Like, I yeah. understand it's, like, this probably, like, a strong moment. But it doesn't hit home because I don't feel like... Like, I got, like, one scene of three sentences of them explaining why those characters are weird. Yeah. That's... I know they were trying to do because like the classic Predator movies, is there's always a squadron or a, a group of guys who band like who were taking on the Predator, and I, they were trying to do that. But this time they were all trying to give them all gimmicks, right? And that's when, when we got back to that Alfie guy, the guy from uh, Alfie Allen from Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones, like all I remember him doing is throwing a card around a couple times, eating some pickles, and then. He fires a flare after like getting his arm shot off by the predator. No, he was that he was. They pitched him in the beginning as a helicopter pilot, and he's the guy who went and got the noose chopper. So okay, that's, so they did that's use all. that. That's about it, though. Yeah, I mean, for a guy who's trying to expand his career, I I don't feel like he got very much in that. No, no. not at all, dude. Maybe in the original cut. Maybe. So <laughs> I how how did he die again? He got he was the fr- in, in that scene when they were finally going into the alien shoots the flare gun. He he's a sniper looking down, and then the predator shows up behind him, shoots his arm off, and then he's the one who fires a flare, warning them that the predator is now there. Oh, and then he gets gutted by the. That's the right. That's right. I forgot about that. So, Andrew, would you recommend this movie? Yeah, I, honestly, if you like, if you're a fan of the Predator series, I think you should watch it. But I don't think you need to rush out to theaters to see it. I think it's fine to like when it comes out on. on I wouldn't suggest pirating it, but if you could watch it for free, I think Stop it'd be worth it. Stop winking. Stop. What are you doing? No, I'm winking. It's, I'm just for audibly. Andrew, why are you opening uTorrent on your iPad? Yeah, completely. Go, do it. <laughs> Jackson, would you recommend this movie? I think this was a wonderful installment of the Alien series. Yeah, okay. All right. That's fine. <laughs> All right. That's on par. That's where they've been lately. All right. Um, yeah. I probably wouldn't. I mean, if you're a fan of the Predator series... Even then, kind of man. I I I can I can see where it's going. It's fun to see the Shane Black working on it, but I, it's 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 definitely the weakest installment that we've seen. And I mean, like, I mean, Requiem is worse, but out of the canon Predator movies, like this is pretty far down there. Yeah, it's pretty far down there. Like, I hope I hope they've made enough money money to make a sequel, and I hope with the the next sequel they'll just do better. They'll take the criticisms of what people are saying and then do something amazing with it. Mm-hmm. I'd, I'd watch another one. I would if they can get back to. If like, they make enough money, Predator, to make another movie though. Do you think that they will actually learn their lesson? Oh yeah, but will the studio learn its lesson? That, that's what I'm saying. There's there have been studios who have, and so I'm saying like, there's okay. a possibility. I'm not saying I'm not saying they will learn their lesson, but I'm saying that there are people who learn. Like the next Predator movie to be good probably has to be simple, in my opinion, just because you got to get back to that basic thing of like there's one Predator 
And boy, howdy, is that one predator a problem? Yeah, I like the idea of a commando movie with the movie-making technologies that we now have. More in the more in the respect of the old style movies. I'm telling you guys, Predators. What if Predator was what? What if we made Predator, but there were drones? I have That'd got. Cool. I've probably got a bunch of emails in my email folder from like all the Hollywood executives right like, now. Yeah. Like, oh my God, he said drones. Give him money. Give him the money. So yeah, I think <laughs> he that's launches the, into just his DJI. <laughs> I think there's. I think that's the show, guys. I think yeah. this is the show for that's the week. It. All right. I think that's all we've got to say about Predator. Uh, yeah. If you do, if you haven't seen Predator yet, we're about to get in the spoilers section. So we'll give you a little bit of time to go see it if you haven't seen it yet. Uh, you're going to hear the exit music now yep. uh, coming out. Uh, from all of us that no one asked you, I am Josh. I'm Sam Matt Jackson. Hey, Brie Larson or uh, any of those ladies and I talked about earlier. If you want to go out. I'm available. You said Olivia Munn too, right? Olivia Munn too. I don't have a blonde thing. I just I find all those ladies Mark. <laughs> Let's get our bit. It's uh, sound check. I guess. It, oh yeah, sorry. Sound check. Oh wow, you're both significantly louder than I am. Good. Yeah. I, I guess I'm opinionated on this one. I'm sorry if it came it comes across the wrong way. I'm not trying. Oh, to I be. didn't think you were. I, right. It was fine. I just, I just don't want you to think because your statement made it feel like I yeah. you thought I was going one way, but actually I meant something else. Mm-hmm. So, okay. <clears throat> All right. That's what we're going to leave We had a pretty good discussion right there, though. I feel like that'd be interesting. So we're good. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, guys. The podcast was for us this week. So if you would have been listening in the room while we were just pre-discussing this, the problem is you're not a Patreon subscriber. (laughs) So they could hear about the thing that wasn't completely censored out. (laughs) And Mark. Are we still still Mike? Or... uh...